Welcome to the Adventures After Teaching podcast. If you're an exhausted teacher, this is your place to find inspiration for a new career outside of the classroom. I'm your host, Joanne Howard, primary teacher turned burnout and career coach. I'll be interviewing lots of amazing ex-teachers about their career changes and helping you see how you can use your transferable skills to leave teaching. Welcome, everybody. I'm joined by Hannah today, who was talking to us about her move from the classroom to become part of the admin team for Early Excellence. So I know that a lot of you are going to be interested in this. Thanks so much, Hannah, for coming to join us. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's so lovely to hear of your adventure, particularly as you're working, I suppose, for an education related company, because they're often maybe a little bit um, more of an easier move, as it were. So what made you decide to leave teaching in the first place then Hannah were you primary secondary what was your kind of background so I was um early years trained so I've spent a lot of time in kind of nursery reception key stage one Mm. um which I've kind of always loved and enjoyed um but kind of in recent months and um kind of post pandemic things started to get like a little bit harder and I've always felt like kind of especially in um like the recent months I've always had like a, a fairly all right work-life balance yeah um but I've just found that it's kind of getting increasingly more difficult to kind of manage that um and and it was kind of a battle of kind of that switching off that everyone kind of struggles with of, of even though like you've got your downtime and everything you kind of yeah. always still ticking over like things that need to be done yeah yeah um and move, moving kind of house last year I was spending kind of more time on my own and and kind of even like the simplest things like getting jobs done on your house. Mm. I needed to like arrange for like my parents or someone to kind of help out with that because obviously teaching is kind of you're in or you're out. You can't, there's no flexibility with that. And I was just kind of wanting something that kind of was more flexible, that kind of almost not get, well, like gave me my life back really. Yeah. Um, because I just felt like my life was just kind of all work, work, work all the time. Even though, like, I was trying to juggle everything as best I could, I just, I just was ready for a change. Um, yeah. And I've always kind of worked in education, whether it be teaching or being a TA or on supply. So you're always kind of restricted to those holidays. And I just, I just wanted something different. Yeah. I've never done anything different, so. Yeah. Oh, there's so much gold already, like just in those sentences, Hannah. But I think particularly with the mental, um, the mental chatter, I just put a post in the group this morning about, you know, do we know how to rest? And for me, I'm not one of those people necessarily that is busying physically and has to be up and, and doing things. But it is the inability to stop my brain. Like, yeah. I think whether you, even if you don't have that, like before going into teaching, it kind of it trains you into it, doesn't it? Like conditions you for it. Um, has that eased a bit now? Would you say? Oh, massively. So, like, kind of what you said about, like, going into teaching, like, I was always, like, dead excited and wanting to do stuff on my own time. Um, But kind of, obviously, like, everything changed once you kind of are in full-time teaching and you don't have time to kind of do those nicey bits that you always like to do. Um, I mean, I've I've said to colleagues, like, in the past, wouldn't it be nice if you could just, like, have a job where you, like, went in and did classrooms and stuff stuff like that? (laughs) But, yeah. I've just, yeah, I was just ready for a change. and Brilliant, brilliant. You know, I've actually heard of somebody who had an idea for a business for that, almost like pop-up displays. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> like from the library loan service. It was quite an inspired idea, really. So how? So you made the decision to go. What was the, the journey like from that kind of moment of decision to then, you know, physically, 
you know, the what do I do next and, you know, mapping your way out. How did that work for you? So I think kind of the realisation that I needed, it was it was time to move on, probably hit me about a couple of months before I kind of actually decided, like, I ended up leaving. Mm. Um, Obviously, as as probably people who are listening to this can imagine, it was kind of a bit of emotional turmoil because I've always been in teaching, I've always been in education, it's always what I've wanted to do. So the thought of doing something else was like, what am I going to do? I'm not trained to do anything else. Like the kind of horror. (laughs) I'm like, oh, no. Um, So, but kind of once I'd made the decision, look, I need to move. I used to spend some time on an evening just like scrolling through like different jobs, looking at kind of what was about and what I could maybe do. Um, And I think it was kind of a, well, maybe I could just get something to um just hide me over or something and like yeah. your Facebook group and kind of the others are, are kind of about just reading other people's person and seeing people that have like made that jump I yeah. think was so helpful and and brilliant that you could kind of just see how if the grass is really greener on the other side if you like um and yeah, I just I just used to like spend sometimes the evenings just like down a rabbit hole of just like looking and seeing what people had done and what what maybe I could do and um yeah, but I think like once I've made that decision to leave, I just felt kind of a lot calmer and like that I knew that that was the direction I was going to be heading in. Yeah. So there was kind of almost no turning back. It making the decision was harder than once I've made the decision. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Always say that in the stay or go, you know, challenge or if you or event if you like. And there yeah. are the replays there if anybody wants to listen to them. But one yeah, it is getting to that decision because it's such a weighty thing when it's a vocation at the end of the day. Mm. And uh, like I said, the emotional investment is huge. But the job hygiene like search hygiene is also really important when you're still teaching, isn't it? So you don't get yeah. sucked into hours of scrolling on indeed you've got to yeah it's a real balance of protecting your energy really so how how did you find the job you've got now then how did that come about so I kind of saw it in the midst of when I'd gone down one of my rabbit holes scrolling I think my friend sent it to me as well because um she's kind she was interested in kind of jobs there as well um and I kind of saw it and kind of put it to one side because at the time I was still full-time teaching and kind of was like oh maybe like nearer the time when it when it comes to leaving yeah um, but anyway it it was still there kind of nearer to the point where I was like leaving so I just happened to apply for it and um, it was actually the first job I applied for Love it, so I kind happens. of I was I'd like use like the resources on your website just to kind of like go through everything and like alter things mm. um and just kind of sent the email in and I didn't kind of expect to hear anything from it and kind of I think it was like three three or four weeks past. And, you know, when you've kind of like, because obviously in teaching, stuff moves so fast. Yeah, like absolutely. you're applying for the job and like within the week or two weeks at the most, you've heard something, you're in interviewing. Yeah. And, and even adjusting to that was like a completely different kind of thing. But anyway, like three weeks past, I kind of like thought, oh, I've probably not heard anything, whatever. And anyway, I got this email and was like, oh, are you still interested? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and anyway, like had a had like a, an initial kind of informal phone call. Yeah. Um, and then I had um, a second interview with the person I'd had the phone call with, plus um, one of the managers. Yeah. Um, and then a third and final interview um, with the manager and then one of the directors. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
but I kind of had to juggle that then because it was teams interviews so that mm. was kind of in school time so school were actually really good and um giving me the time amongst everything else um to do that right so, so how did you find I mean I don't can't spend too much time on it but in terms of like uh you know evidencing your transferable skills how did you find that in terms of the questions they were asking most like fairly straightforward it's kind of quite a relaxed kind of style interview yeah. um nothing like kind of teaching it it was almost feel like did I did I give them an answers it was just it was more like a conversation yeah um and just wanting to kind of know more about me and and like the experiences that I got um and obviously being an education company um a lot of the staff that they already have um are ex-teachers or have worked in education so they kind of understood my background anyway yeah um but yeah so it it was quite straightforward like nothing that I'd imagined and I used to get really nervous for teaching interviews and even though I was nervous for like this interview it wasn't like a you didn't feel like you put yourself through a ringer no absolutely (laughs) and I don't want to like lull people into a false sense of security Mm. but most of the interviews I think the academy members are going for it is more about how you fit with the team yeah obviously you've got to evidence you're meeting the job spec and the person spec but it is about you it you know in a positive way it's about whether mm-hmm. your friends fits and how you'll work with everybody else um, and that was one thing that they kind of said was like we're not kind of looking for like you might have everything on paper but if it's if you as a person aren't the right fit then it's kind of well we'd rather have the person than the way around yeah absolutely they can train you up with, with lots of other yeah. things aren't they? so it's what's your job title then I don't know so my official job title is training and events administrator Brilliant. So in that in itself, you can see screams ex-teacher, doesn't it? So what does your day-to-day look like? Hannah? This is the bit I kind of want to get to because teachers listening, they think, oh, yeah, but what do you do? What do you actually do in the day? Uh, what does it look like? On a, on a kind of average normal day, um, I kind of come in, I get in for about 20 past eight or so. Uh, one of my colleagues, she's lovely, she makes like everybody a tea and coffee in the morning. So like I literally get in, I've got like my tea waiting for me. Nice. Um, and then at half past eight, we kind of start, um, I go through like my emails and everything. Um, so we do like a lot of online training as people probably don't know. Um, so as the admin team, we're kind of like the tech support behind the scenes. So if people are like struggling to get on or, and we kind of send like all the confirmation emails and kind of liaise with um, people like that. Um, one of the kind of parts of my job that I'm doing now is the shop. So we're having a big sale. So I'm kind of like heading up like pricing, stocking and kind of doing all that side of things, which is like really interesting. It's like something I never thought I'd be doing, but that's kind of what I've liked about being with early excellence is the variety and no two days are the same. And like, even though you get like quieter periods and the, and like more busy periods, it, it kind of balances itself out. It's not kind of go, go, go all the time. Yeah. Um, and then kind of do that for like the morning then you've got like um what we call that post course admin so then we do like a lot of like video editing and kind of that side of things so there's like loads of like different like little skills and stuff so even though it'd be amazing yeah so even though like it is an admin job it's kind of not your traditional style what you think admin job um answering phone calls kind of in the midst of everything else um so yeah there's loads of kind of different avenues to it yeah 
Um, but when I started, there was someone else that kind of started with me. So that was really nice. Okay. Um, so, and it's on site, is it, Hannah? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I can work home two days a week, which is really nice. Um, so just, again, having that balance. So like if I want to work from home, but someone else is home, that's like an option. I don't have to kind of be stuck in one place. Yeah. Brilliant. So what do you like most about the job then? What are you enjoying most about it? This is probably a bit of a cliche answer, but like just having like my life back. Yeah. So like I start at half past like eight and I finish <laughs> half past five and then that's it. Like the, the very hot on like work-life balance and making sure that like you take your lunches, you have the entire time for your lunch, mm. um, which I think is really good. And I, I need that. Um, but yeah, and the people that I work with are lovely and just like the variety of the job. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say there's one particular thing I enjoy the most. It's just everything kind of as as one really, like everything just kind of coming together. The variety you were saying about that makes that yeah. really interesting because that was going to be my next question really. Like, how do you find the difference in pace, particularly coming from early years? Mm. I think a lot of teachers really worry, I couldn't do an office job, I couldn't do a desk job. Um, kind of what would you say to that in terms of the difference of the pace? Um, I think it comes and it goes. So like, especially with the shop and the sale, we've had like a lot of people coming in wanting to buy things and everything. So like there's some days where it's like busy, 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 go, go, go. You don't get a chance to even think. But then there's like other days where it's a lot quieter and a lot calmer and you can like just sit at your desk and kind of just get on with like those kind of desky jobs. So it's like one, like you might have one day that's like mega busy and then, but then you've got like the next day where it's a lot calmer. So it kind of ebbs and flows a lot more. So you're not like worn out, exhausted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a bit, yeah, a bit more in sync. Because the thing is, with your trait, with your title of training and events administrator, it opens so many doors. It really does. If you're doing the video editing, you've got program management, curriculum design, obviously loads of different training and events in in and of itself. But your CV is going to be bursting with skills. Mm. And this is the thing about thinking strategically about these moves, which I'm not sure that's not what you were thinking. Um, yeah there's going to be so much more so in terms of like the professional development I suppose obviously they are nurturing you are there are there I suppose like formal CPD routes for you in that sort of role um, as an organization yeah I think so like there's a lot of potential kind of within the company to kind of move up and and kind of develop your skills because they're quite keen because obviously because I I am from a teaching background that I do kind of um, have those like skills to kind of apply to different areas so it's kind of a if they're kind of doing something in the company yeah they like look at who who they've got and who they can kind of give that to kind of thing so it's not like a, you are in this role you can only do this type thing it's oh well what skills have we got within the company that we can kind of pull towards in kind of that sense so it's kind of a training is is kind of ongoing depending on what 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 the tasks are really and it's interesting like yeah adding more weight you know even if you're searching for um you know training and events you may come up with those administrator roles and thinking oh you know Mm. I don't I don't want to be an administrator but it's a great route in really isn't it yeah to get in those skills so would you think there is progression um opportunity within the organization or how massively yeah um I mean, they're always kind of moving about people. One of the girls that I'm working with now is moving into kind of a different department um, because obviously she's been working there a long time and then they've kind of seen the skills that she's got and 
yeah. she's progressing further up in in a different area which is great to see amazing cool brilliant so what are you looking forward to then about the future because it's when we make the move and it's then it's then and then life begins and unfolds <laughs> not just in work but what other things are you looking forward to over the next few years I think more just like taking advantage of like opportunities that are coming to me now so like I have got more time like in my own time to kind of do things that I want to like pick up hobbies again and and kind of just enjoy my my own time a bit more mm-hmm. um and and even things like booking holidays when I want to book them I'm going away in July which obviously that would have never that would have <laughs> never been a thing Lots of people are like green-eyed glaring out there. Yeah. And just being able to like book like a another one or two days off like midweek and just being able to kind of do something. It's mm. even though the holidays aren't as much as teaching, you feel like you benefit because you get your evenings and your weekends back. So it kind of it works both ways, really. Yeah. So absolutely. that's kind of what I'm probably looking forward to, really, just to kind of have a bit of a calmer life. <laughs> and do you still have the Sunday night dread? No. No. <laughs> it's just like uh, <laughs> that's yeah that's really it but it's really important for people to hear over and over again that that constant for some pit of anxiety in your stomach you know from from late Saturday is not how it needs to be no massively it doesn't need to be normalized that doesn't need to be normal life to to be carrying that weight all the time um there is another way there's a different way so on that in terms of teachers wanting to move into a similar area so Maybe it's administration in terms of project management or program development, as well as training and events. Any top tips or things they should be you know, looking for in terms of job searches or developing or honing skills in, do you think? Um, I mean, to be honest, with it being the first one, I wouldn't say I became a massive expert <laughs> yeah. in it. But what I would say is just really look at like tailoring what you, the teaching skills you've got and how to reword it into yeah. something a bit more mainstream. I think that's probably the key yeah um, and just looking at job descriptions and just making sure that um you can match everything on on the description really so that they can yeah. see that even though you might have come from a different field completely that you have got those skills that you can provide and then some really absolutely you've got to be able to tick it off and shameless plug if you need some support with the cv go and have a look at the cv course because there is a teacher cheat sheet in there that helps you take down all your teacher skills and translate them into if you like or vice versa so it's quite helpful any other top tips do you think um just be flexible be prepared to have a go at anything just put yourself out there and I know it's it's really hard like to make that jump but I think once you do and you start applying for stuff you, you kind of get into the flow of it I um, mean you kind of almost it's a bit like teaching you learn what works and what doesn't um, yeah. and it's kind of a, a trial and error really mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think just be prepared to have a go of flexibility and, and just being able to clearly show like the transferable skills that you've got and, and showing that against the job um, description yeah but do you say would you say that in terms of that kind of growth mindset at work etc there's there's a difference in terms of how much emotion you attach to trying and you know that fear of getting things mm. wrong is it different in a different setting in terms of that I don't know not imposter syndrome but yeah. just willing to fail I suppose or willing to not be quite right I think yeah especially yeah massively because I didn't really not that I'm didn't know what I was applying for because I did but kind of like teaching you know exactly what it is because basically no matter what school you apply for the job essentially is the same so kind of yeah 
having I was literally just having a go like I don't expect much from it because I've not done it before so and and luckily for me at the time when I applied for it, I was still in teaching so there wasn't that pressure of I've left I need a job I need yeah. something quick yeah um so that kind of itself took the pressure off because it it was like literally the first one I'd applied for so but no I think just kind of don't try and stress too much which I know is really hard it is so did you um, negotiate an early exit then Hannah or did you no so I left at Easter okay um, given like the full notice period Um, and then luckily because I'd already interviewed kind of the couple of weeks before like my final couple of weeks in school and I was able to start like the first week after Easter so I still had that two weeks breather ready to kind of start then Brilliant. Brilliant. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time, Hannah. You are in the group, aren't you? So if anybody's got any questions, I'm sure you'd be more than happy to answer them. So yeah, keep having a look, particularly for those education related jobs, maybe, maybe start looking at the administrational support roles and see how that's a way into different industries. But thank you, Hannah. That's really interesting. I'm so happy that you've found your adventure after teaching. Oh, thank you very much for having me. (laughs) Awesome. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Adventures After Teaching podcast with Joanne Howard. If you found this episode inspiring, please do like and share with other teachers. If you'd like to hear even more Adventures After Teaching, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you want to find out how the Adventures After Teaching Academy program can help you create your next career, head over to adventuresafterteaching.com.